Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week, we are going to have a, a couple of trip recaps or reports, if you would. Uh, Melanie and her husband and her uh, daughter had a uh, trip of just the three of them down in Disney World recently, uh, so she's going to give us um, some thoughts on that. Um, and how that went and what they did and did differently as as we all know they generally have been on cruises so the fa- uh, family being in the parks it's probably been a little while and, and it's a condensed version of her family so usually that means you do kind of things that you don't always do as a large group and so that's always cool so we can't we'll uh, check that out before that though I would like to just uh, talk about a little bit I had the opportunity I don't remember if I mentioned it on here maybe I did months ago but um, it's it's not really Disney related but and I tried to find aspects of it that were but there just wasn't <laughs> actually there was one thing at a museum we were at but um, so anyway I was uh, myself my wife and my oldest son um, who plays hockey uh, we're part of a Swedish exchange program with the hockey teams we're, uh, so this past week or two weeks ago by the time you hear this uh, my family and our hockey team was in Stockholm, Sweden for seven days and six nights where the kids all stayed with a host family uh, that were matched between uh, somebody on our end and then, and then uh, a person like a manager on their end. And the parents were all uh, in, in a hotel, uh, kind of left to our own devices. Um, <laughs> so it was uh, my first time overseas um, and it was, uh, it was phenomenal. I, I can't say anything bad about it. I would uh, very much enjoy going back. Uh, we went and saw some uh, couple of museums. Uh, one being, uh, it's called the Vasa Museum, which is a, which was a, uh, a ship, a warship that they had built in the early 1600s that was supposed to help defend their country and be like the, um, the main ship in their navy. Um, but it was, it had serious design flaws and it's its claim to fame was it it lasted 20 minutes in the water before it sank uh it sank on its maiden voyage when they christened it in front of the king and the whole entire <laughs> city of stockholm watching it um Whoops. and where it sank is where it laid for 300 years until they decided to try to excavate it and uh kind of bring it back to the surface so when they did that 
Uh, it was in pretty good shape still for being under the water for 300 years. And they built a museum around it as it stood, as they they raised it out of the water and they built a museum around it. So this ship is full scale, except for the masts, which were broken off, which they did not uh, repair. Um, and they have been restoring the ship ever since. And it was fascinating to see it, something of that magnitude. In It looked like a, it looked like a pirate ship. It's not. But it, it has that resemblance uh, with all the, the guns and the ridiculous woodwork and the craftsmanship from back in the day. It's very, very fascinating. I, I mean, you can look it up online, uh, I'm sure, and, and get pictures of it and this, hear the story. But I did, during the tour that we did, the tour guide did say that they did use parts of the ship and it, the Black Pearl is kind of modeled after that ship, the way that it is laid out. They obviously gave their own touches to it and made it like a pirate ship with uh, um, with the different... Um, oh, I can't... Have, in, in the back of the ship, if you looked at the Black Pearl, it was it had a lot of windows and it had the lanterns hanging off and stuff like that. This ship did not. It, had, it was all adorned with the king's crown and lots of carvings and it had all the Roman emperors on it. Uh, of the, from the time period, but the ship itself, I guess the basic layout of the ship was what uh, Disney had came and photographed it when they were doing research for those films. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I think there's there's a room in there where they have recreated uh, where the um, instead of a steering wheel because a, 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 a typical steering wheel on a ship had not been invented yet, so it was a it was just a stick. A, they called it a whip staff, and it stood straight up, and that's how you would steer the rudder of the ship. So they did take pictures, I believe, of that room as well that they have recreated, and kind of used that for those scenes where you saw close-ups of the of the ship's wheel. They just made a wheel instead of a stick. So I guess that was the, that was the only Disney tie-in I can find uh, in, in in the country of Sweden because uh, there's not much representation from it. Uh, there's not even any Norwegian stuff. There's like no tie over between those Scandinavian countries. Um, we did go over to Finland to play a game, which was fantastic. So got a lot of stamps on my passport for being overseas. Um, you know, other, other than that, it was good. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, adult activities. There's lots of cool little bars. Oh, there's a little town. There's a town. The old part of Stockholm is called Old Town. This place was screaming Disney charm and theme because it was old. It reminded me of World Showcase. Um, and some of the squares and the plazas could definitely have been something that Imagineers could have used. Maybe they did. Maybe they traveled there for uh, inspiration. But the ways this, this town was laid out with the old, the, the small streets and the hills and the... Uh, the architecture of the buildings it's very it reminded me a lot of like uh like mediterranean style with the stucco buildings and the barrel tile roofs the barrel tile roofs or the or they were resembled those barrel tile roofs but they were either made out of steel or or metal and the reasoning behind those are is for the and a lot of the houses were this way too it's kind of the opposite of what it is for houses in warmer climates for here because the clay and everything would absorb the heat of the sun and then if it snows and ice and everything else it helps melt that and so it, and then it just like s slides right off the roof so you don't have all this extra weight on your house because the the angles of these roofs and the pitches of them are ridiculous it was very very steep but a lot of the old buildings were 
or old stucco buildings with like the wrought iron around the windows and the palace that they had there for the for the king and the queen and the royal family that were in town. It's just all phenomenal looking stuff. Kind of reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean type stuff, but it was um, but it's not modeled after that because there was there wasn't pirates. They were Vikings in that age in Scandinavia, but. Um, so anyway, it was cool, cool stuff. It's, you know, the old cobblestone streets and the old buildings and lots of little old mon shops and cool little restaurants and bars and stuff like that. So cool, cool place. Uh, if, if you're ever looking for something out of the realm of the, the normal Paris and Italy and Spain and everything else, I would, uh, I'd suggest, uh, going over there to Stockholm, over to Sweden. There's, and there's other things you can do over there, other cities i guess and towns and and hit the other scandinavian countries as well because there's you know oslo norway's right there finland's right there helsinki oslo on either side so there's no shortage of bopping around if you wanted to make a week out of uh, traveling over there so um so that's it i mean that's all i got just felt it was worth mentioning just in the explorer fashion even though it was not disney centered but that'll be the only vacation i'll be on this year because as I've said multiple times on here, come April, I'll be, uh, I will not be in Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, um, (laughs) Melanie was in Disney World. um, And from the pictures I saw following along on social media that she put out, it looked like they had a, uh, a great little time. And we had a lovely time, but it was my husband, myself, my daughter and our middle son. So it was the four of us this time. We have three kids. Oh, sorry. I so thought it was people, just your daughter. Okay. No, when we went in October, it was just the three of us. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I knew there so was one of those. She got to oh, be an okay. only child for once in her life. And gotcha. Gotcha. It's now over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I mean, they're teenagers now. I mean, my youngest is almost 16 and then her older, the, or my middle son is 17. So I think she actually preferred this time when she had her brother there because she could go off, they could go off and do things without us. So I think she had more fun having her brother there than being our center of attention. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But our oldest is in college, so he didn't go with us this time. He'll be heading down there with us this summer. But um, So we did leave one behind still. So it's, it's still always a little different when you throw off the dynamic by leaving one or two behind. Yep. We did have a good time. Overall, you know, we had fun. We did get the flu for anybody who's seen my Facebook post. Um, And and it's up in the air whether or not we had the flu in us when we left or whether we got it there. The timing, it could have gone either way. (laughs) Either way, the flu found us and that was not fun. Um, But we're on the mid now. Um, The flu was everywhere, all over the parks. Whether it was upper respiratory, lower GI, the flu was <laughs> rampant at Walt Disney World last week. People were in their rooms, you know, just staying in their rooms all day. Um, it it was a mess. And it was President's Day weekend, so the crowds were bonkers. And we knew that going in. I mean, we were prepared for bonkers level crowds. And, and it was. So you have to plan accordingly when it's when it's going to be that crazy. So we had planned to, you know, spend a few hours in the park, go back to the room anyway, thank goodness, because we had to take naps and rehydrate and take drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we were going to be sick anyway, we may as well be at Disney World. Yes. Um, Agreed. There was no, you know. <laughs> um, 
And for all the complaining about every time Disney changes pricing structures, it is not hurting attendance. No, it doesn't uh, seem oh that way. Oh, my goodness. And it's not hurting sales at at least at the counter service locations because there were a couple of times we could even find a table at Columbia Harbor House. I mean, that place is huge. Yeah, right. And there were no tables upstairs or down. Um, so attendance booming, sales of food booming. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely, definitely have to plan for the crowds. I mean, we need, like I said, it was a holiday weekend, so we knew that going in. Um, but we're kind of we're subject to school calendars right now at this point in our family's life, so mm-hmm. we just have to roll with it, and that's okay. Um, I'm not gonna do a day by day because we. We don't, aren't normally park hoppers, per se, but we hopped a lot this time. We have annual passes, so it doesn't matter whether or not we hop or not. Um, it, it costs us the same. Right. <laughs> it's, yep. There, there's no cost benefit to staying in the same park, so we did hop quite a bit. So I'm going to kind of keep each part of my trip report in each area. That way I'm not like going back and forth and I won't you know, go on and on and on. So I'm going to start with Magic Kingdom because there's not really much going on with Magic Kingdom. I mean, the Tron construction is still going on, but it was nice not to see part of Main Street USA in a construction box. There's always been like one building here, one building there in a construction box or the carousel used to be in a construction box. It's not in a construction box anymore. Um, I think I told you guys, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, that fog curtain that has which which pirate was on the fog curtain? Well, Barbosa, it was Blackbeard. It started as Davy Jones, and then it went to Blackbeard. Then it actually was actually been all three. <clears throat> then it was oh, alternating. Okay. So I I don't remember who it is now. So on pirates, it, it's nobody because the fog curtain is gone. Okay, it's gone. it is gone. Gotcha. Um, I don't. I was there. I want to say it was there when I was there in October. Um. I haven't been since then, but we, we were pretty sure that it was there. And also, the skeleton of the mermaid is gone in that opening scene. Yeah, that was gone in April when I when I went. I don't but, remember that being gone last. I think when time, they when they changed again, my memory. <laughs> yeah, no, I think when they changed the redhead scene is when they got rid uh-huh. of that. Maybe that's when it was. I'm pretty sure. They're just... so focused on the redhead. I didn't notice them. Yeah, I, th- I think the I think it was uh, not a fan favorite. I guess I don't know. People were saying it was scaring the yeah. children. Oh my god, my, scaring the children. My son, who is my movie lover, just says they're trying to erase the memory of that movie. It was <laughs> it apparently, could, the weakest link in it, the pirates' chain. It very well. So, they very well could be. Who knows? <laughs> just, they're just trying to erase the memory of that. Um, I'll go with that. Um, again, not too much went on in Magic Kingdom. I will say though, the people mover lines were ridiculous. <laughs> it's like 30, 40 minutes to get on the people mover. You know, wow. the ride you normally just walk on. Walk on, yeah, yeah, and stay on, yeah. and stay on. Yeah, <laughs> no, it. Every day we were in the in Magic Kingdom, there were lines for the People Mover. I mean, wow! Kudos to people for discovering the People Mover, but yeah, but get out of it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> not when I'm there. Was um, it bad at the daytime and at the nighttime, or was it just during the day? 
you know, there was one evening where there were, it wasn't extra magic hours. It was just open extra late because there, um, it, that day was that, that was, I want to say it was Saturday, but I meant that's wrong. I think it was Sunday actually. And we were there pretty late. Um, yeah, it was Sunday because we went to the park early and it was, you know, record level heat for Orlando. It was in the mid to high eighties in the middle of February. Um, we were expecting it to be in the high seventies and it was in the high eighties. I'm like, this is how hot it was in October when we were there. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> okay, so we left early in the day on Sunday and then we went back for Sunday evening because it was open until 11 PM. And even though it was late, I want to say we still only did like three or four things in those few hours because the crowd levels just did not dissipate until after 10 o'clock. Huh. At Magic Kingdom, right, right. It yeah. was just—it was just a very busy weekend because Monday was a holiday, so Sunday they stayed up really late, um, and the crowd levels were just really high. We did walk on to um, Pirates during the fireworks, and we walked on to Splash later on in the evening. But then we got stuck on Splash Mountain right as you're going up under the vultures. <laughs> nice. I know we could get stuck there. Not nice because we were, if we had been two <laughs> minutes nice. earlier, we would have been able to ride Haunted Mansion again. Oh. But they had just closed the queue. Oh, well, boo for so that then. Two minutes we missed being able to ride Haunted Mansion one more time. But it's not like we missed, we did get to ride it earlier in the um, week. But right. So, but that was still kind of neat being stuck under the vultures and so you could like really get a chance to see them because sometimes with Splash you just can't really hear what they're saying there's nope. so much splashy noise plus the music right. that plus the dialogue gets lost the angel- so sometimes when- yeah that's a great so- it's a great um, <clears throat> tangent number one it's a great uh, scene altogether <laughs> because when you do get right. to hear what they're saying and to back uh-huh. and forth with Br'er Rabbit and if you listen there's like the you know, angelic chorus in the background and these two, you know, the two vultures are basically telling you it's, you know, time to turn around, you know, you're going to die going over the hill with the, (laughs) with the angels in the background. So it's actually pretty, Yeah, it's a pretty macabre. It's yes, but it's, but funny, but well, but funny. Yes. That was the point. So yes, it's good when you can catch stuff like that and you're not just waiting to go over the hill and put your hands up and like, okay, the ride's over now. Right, there's right. much more story to that ride exactly. than uh, people than people so actually it, it, pay attention to. And obviously, for you know, for known reasons, our kids are never really going to be super familiar with this story, you know, in no. cinematic form. Um, so sometimes parts of the story do get lost if you're not familiar with it. So that dialogue actually gets a little bit of reference. And, you know, it's almost like can we just quiet some things down so you can hear the story and my hearing is bad enough anyway but you add background noise and background music to it it's like okay forget it yep. i'm just looking at really cute animatronics <laughs> with a cute song yeah, um, right but, but it's not, nice when you can hear the dialogue do you not have a copy of song of the south no, not anymore. I mean, you can YouTube um, sometimes, but no. And my kids aren't interested in really watching it anyway. I mean, I oh, saw okay. it. My school, in the, when I was in the third grade, we made a field trip to go see it. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody that the might 80s. have. I know somebody that might have a digital copy. Yeah, I, I've seen them. I mean, from time to time, you can find them on YouTube. And, but like I said, I know the story. My kids aren't super interested in it anyway. They do like Splash Mountain as an attraction. Right. But it would just be nice for them to hear, to be able to know that part of the story if the dialogue was actually audible. <laughs> right. But, um, so, but that was fun. So we did have that one late night at Magic Kingdom to kind of, the crowds were a little bit less. And since the temperature had dropped, we could finally enjoy a Nutella waffle. Nice. That was important. Because yes. when we went in October, it was so blistering hot all week long. We just... We couldn't enjoy a lot of the food. We were just too, we were just like dying for ice water all week long that week. <laughs> so yeah. This time, at least in the evening when the temperatures dropped, we could enjoy some of the of the cool Disney food we missed last time around. Over to Epcot. I know this week those new pictures came out about. Um, the reimagined entrance plaza yes. around Spaceship Earth. So that's interesting. All of those stone gardens, leave a I legacy. The whatever. Tombstones. Yeah, the tombstones. The leave a legacy tombstones will be re- relocated. relocated. Yep. They will be relocated to another area. <laughs> I think just outside the entrance plaza, probably where you walk in from the monorail or something. Oh, they're, they're staying on Epcot property. They're just not going right. to be where they were now. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, the whole new the whole entrance plaza around Spaceship Earth could use a facelift anyway. Spaceship Earth could use a facelift. I heard that twice last week, and that is it was the clunkiest ride there. Oh yeah, the it track clunk, is uh, the clunk, tr- yeah, clunk. The track's was, in rough shape. It was worse. It's worse. It's worse <laughs> than it was in October. And some of the scenery is very dim. Like you know where they're fighting the woolly mammoth yes i mean that projection has never been super awesome it's worse the lighting is yeah dimmer um so spaceship earth needs some serious love um i think knowing that it's going for an extensive reap for very soon right and it's probably been on their docket for a couple of years i think it's it's just with anything else they just let it go and it gets in worse shape and worse shape and that way when they finally shut it down for the lengthy period of time most people are like Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's, that, that's pretty I mean, much for there. Yeah, you know, it sucks that it's down because it's an you know it's an attraction that you can't you know it's a it's a huge attraction in that park. Right. But I think and the know, weights were for that were like people mover weights oh, again yeah? crazy. Yeah, but crazy. You, at least you could have a fast packs for it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I know. Um, let's see. Definitely, we made. A, time for Voices of Liberty again. I always plug them every time I talk about Epcot because I absolutely love the Voices of Liberty. They're the acapella group that sings in the American Adventure Pavilion usually before the animatronic show. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to stay for the animatronic show. I never do. <laughs> you see the what? Voices of Liberty? What do you mean you but, never do? Okay, I don't say I never do. I did once last year. That's the best one. Uh, it's a good nap. <laughs> What's Sam Eagle say? What's Sam Eagle say in that unpatriotic? <laughs> in Muppets, right? yeah. A salute to America, or a salute to all nations, but mostly, but mostly America. America. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get to Sam Eagle later, but um, so I do. They did a, and I 
took a video of it. I need to put that up on my Facebook or maybe with the Disney Explorers. Um, because I thought of you, Milford, the the set that they did had kind of a salute to train songs. Ooh. Like she'll be coming around the mountain and some other songs too that were <clears throat> all train related. Yep, I've heard them do that set. They, mm-hmm. they kind of rotate those different sets exactly through the week. So mm-hmm. that's just cool. like, oh my goodness, Milford would really, really like this. Yeah. Um, and while we're on Singers, it worked out to where when we were there on the last evening of our trip, the Disney on Broadway concert series, which is part of Festival of the Arts, was going on. And that evening's concert had Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland. So Ashley Brown was the original Mary Poppins on Broadway. And Josh Strickland was the original Tarzan on Broadway. And they had a concert. And it was so good. Wow. Oh, it was so good. Oh. Nice. I love, I love, love, love Ashley Brown. I'd never seen Josh Strickland because I'd never seen Tarzan. Um, and I wasn't super familiar with his body of work. I did, I, I will admit to Googling him before the <laughs> show started. Like, no shame in, in not yeah, knowing I, what I don't know because I am not a Broadway girl. No. I'm just not. <laughs> I enjoy it from time to time, but I am not super Broadway literate. Um, but he's amazing. Oh my goodness. Can that be insane? Whoa. So <laughs> it was, and they were so funny. I'm sure most of the banter, it was like semi-scripted banter. Like if you've been to the frozen sing along and you know, the, the yeah, historians, yeah. Yep. It, it's like semi-scripted banter. So it was really funny. Um, and it, it really, really was good. Um, but the festival, the arts was going on. Ooh, celebrity spotting. I saw Paige O'Hare. Ah, Bell. In passing, Belle, the original Bell, voice of Belle. The Bell. original Belle. I original saw Bell. she was down there. I didn't realize y'all were there together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's actually she's actually an artist. She paints. Um, some of her pieces were um, on sale during the festival. Uh, there was obviously a line that went with <laughs> right. that. And I'm Clear, like, clearly. <laughs> clearly a line. But clearly a line. I was just happy to see her. I was like... Because I didn't, wasn't expecting it. It was one of those things that I was not super. I'm sorry, Adrian. I was not super well read up on Festival of the Arts. I knew the concert I series was a been, thing. Yeah, it's a great. I knew the concert festival. series was the thing, but I didn't think we would actually catch one of the shows. And I'm very glad we did. So that was a surprise. But I was not up on which artists were there and which ones weren't. And no, I will say I some of the. Some of the food was really good. The savory cronuts were divine. And they had a flight of sipping chocolates. So if you're not you know, into a flight of beer or a flight of wine, you could have a flight of sipping chocolates, which I really, 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 <laughs> really enjoy. I am a sipping chocolate-aholic. I love sipping chocolate. So that made my evening after the concert, we walked over to where that booth was, which is over the America. I always call it the America Pavilion. I know it's not. Me too. It's called, but it's the America Pavilion, y'all. <laughs> it's right over there. Easy enough. And, uh, easy, easy enough. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it for Epcot. Nothing else is, I mean, they're still building Guardians, but it's out of the way. So it's not really even part of your you know you don't really think about it because it's on your way um much like spaceship earth needs work the imagination pavilion is just sad oh yeah um 
really is. Oh my it gosh. It most certainly is. I just yeah. wish that... I, ugh, there's so much I wish about that pavilion. But, yep. Oh, um, I'm just glad Nipot um, is getting some love. It's, it, is, it is. It is. I'm just happy that it's getting the attention it is. The Wonders of Life Pavilion is now becoming the McDonald's Play Place. <laughs> um, I don't really know what the... Well, there's no concept art, really. So I just... They're calling it the Play Pavilion. I don't know. What is it called? I, IP, IP Play or Play IP. I don't know. Something. Yeah, um... Something to do with <clears throat> cityscapes. All I know is that there's some cityscape theming... Um, it's, I don't know. It's like a big play place. It's going to be a giant. Like, honestly, though, is it not a, like confusing that they're calling it a pavilion? Giant ball like, pit. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't keep know. Picturing Here, the Dumbo I'll... waiting queue, but no Dumbo at the end. Um, I don't know. I don't have littles who would really benefit from this type of a pavilion. So I feel like I'm probably not going to pay that much attention to it. No, me neither. Um, I'll probably avoid it, even though yeah. I do have littles. <laughs> It's it's gonna be like a city. So I'll read you the little thing that it says. It says the new germ factory, new space yeah. will be devoted to <laughs> playful fun and feature an innovative city that'll come to life under the dome of the unnamed pavilion, previously known as Wonders of Life. The pavilion city uh-huh. will be bursting with interactive experiences, your favorite Disney characters, hands-on activities, and engaging entertainment when it opens just in time for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, Which is what Innoventions was supposed to be. Pretty much. So now they're just throwing throwing characters in there to get butts in seats. Which is fine because certain parts of the park do need some some people. I mean, the concept art just kind of looks like something straight out of Ralph Breaks the Internet. (laughs) So, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. It's it's nothing I know I'm going to be running towards. Now, I am... You can see the um, construction going on behind the France Pavilion, so that's going to be interesting to see once the Ratatouille ride and whatever other updates they're doing. What's that but ride again, supposed to be like? I've forgotten. It's, it's similar to the one in Paris, I think. Ride. A trackless ride. Yeah, yeah, so you can... Okay. It's trackless. You can go on YouTube and see a POV perspective of it it's going to be 3d so you have to take that into account when you're looking at the video because it's a little blurry because the because the projections are 3d um but it looks really neat i'm actually kind of excited for that one Um, i I think basically you're you're kind of i'm using air air quotes shrunk down to the size of remy and it's like you're running through the kitchen trying not to get Mm -hmm. stepped on burned and like that scene in the movie when he falls through the skylight and he's running around through there so I think yeah. it's and he's getting chased by the evil chef. And... Right, something along those lines. But that's that, so it's going to have giant oversized props and it's going to be very whimsical and but it's it's a very popular attraction in Disneyland Paris. Right. So it is. It looks really neat. I'm actually yeah, pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, me too. One. Me too. And I don't say much about I don't say that I'm excited about much of the new stuff going on. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's uh, luckily, like I said, all the construction going on at Epcot is definitely out of the way. It's not going to impact your day at Epcot at all. Um, so that's really it for Epcot. So next, let's go over to Animal Kingdom because that's kind of where I, we, I'm kind of going in order of where I went <laughs> during my trip. Um, so I finally saw Rivers of Light. I know I'm it's sorry. like the super late <laughs> review. 
And yeah, that was pretty much my thought about it too. <laughs> um, I was like, halfway through it, I started like looking at my fast passes for the next day and seeing what yeah. I could change. Um, it was not great. It's no. just not engaging. Like, it's pretty. It had yoga music and it was yeah. Really <laughs> the soundtrack yeah. isn't bad because I do listen to the soundtrack yeah. and that I don't mind. But the show itself is just really... and and you're seeing it with the cutback, so there's no live performers right. at all anymore. So I can't even no. imagine how boring it is now. I will say this: if you can time your entrance into the um, fast pass, because we were over in the fast pass section. Um, we managed to, we were at Epcot earlier in the day and I managed to grab some fast passes because we were there with family who had fast passes. So we all wanted to sit together. So I did manage to grab day of fast passes for it. Um, so if you're in the fast pass section, if you can, you know, time it, your entrance to where you can kind of sit at the back so that you can get out even faster. Yeah, that's, that's what key. we did the one time we you went. You don't want to be too far, too close to the water because then you're kind of stuck in there as everybody's leaving. But yep. we went, there were two shows that night. So we were at the 7 o'clock show, which was the earlier show. The park closed at 9 that night. Um, so we were at the first show. And as soon as that show was over, we all ran over to the Expedition Everest single rider line. Right. Got on that. Then went over to Dinosaur. Did that. Then went over to Navi River Ride and did that. All before park closed. So between Rivers of Light and park closed, we got, the, we got some three... Three big ones done. Nice. I, I know. I was like, bam, bam, Just bam. This think, is awesome. Think of what else you could have got done if you didn't sit there for Rivers of Light. <laughs> could have had probably a... not too much more because everything was closing. I mean, we, uh, we were gonna um, like the Gorilla Trail had closed. Yeah. The Maharaja Jungle Trek had closed. Everything was closing at like five, and Rivers of Light didn't even start till seven. I th- oh so really? We were, wow. We were kind of at a loss at what to do so what we ended up doing was um we took the time to walk and around the paths that are around the base of the tree of life aren't they Uh, awesome so we could really take a look at the carvings it was a great place to take pictures of the kids and despite how packed everything was there was nobody on those paths no there generally isn't they because the main entrance to the it's called discovery trails or something like that the main entrance is blocked off you can't get in that way the only way to access that area right now is if you are going into the exit of bugs life right so you have to go in backwards and nobody knew that you could do that and we had basically the whole trails to ourselves. So it was my, I had cousins and cousins with their littles and the kids could just run around and we got to really look up close at all those carvings, of all the animals. It was really, really neat. Um, so if you ever have a chance to just take some time to really look at all of that artwork that goes, that has gone into the tree of life, at the base that you can't see from afar. You have to be up close to see them. Yep. That was really, really, really cool. So since we had done all of that when we were at Animal Kingdom in the evening, the day that we went first thing in the morning, we really didn't have that much to do. So we had Flight of Passage Fast Passes for for Tuesday morning. So we did that. Um, We walked around a little bit and we saw the Up Bird Show the bird show that's now <laughs> up themed let me tell you what 
it used to be called Wings of Wonder, and I loved it. Flights of Wonder, loved yeah. It. Flights of Wonder, Wings of Wonder, yeah, something, some such <laughs> nonsense. Whatever. I, I absolutely adored that show. Me too. Now, Up is one of my very favorite Pixar movies. Love Up. How much do I love Up? I do not like the Up Bird show. I don't know if we lost some birds, or some birds <laughs> died, or some birds just weren't cooperating that day, but... The bird, it was missing birds. There were not as many birds in the bird show as there used to be. Cut it's backs. now <laughs> It's now very centered on, there's so much Russell and Doug. And the one bird that's actually in Up, Kevin, is not in the bird show. That makes right. no sense. That makes like, zero sense. I thought that was the point of one, bringing those characters you, you in You had there. one bird. You had one bird. One bird. <laughs> That's a sh- that's a oh. shame. And, and she is not in the up bird show, but it's it's very heavily reliant on the characters that they've written for the show. I never say that this show is too has too much story. The show has too much story, not enough birds. The birds should be the stars of the show, and they're not. That's a shame. And it's sad, but I'm th- like I said, I think either we lost some birds, like they, some birds passed, and they haven't been able to replace them. But the older show. Just seemed to have so much more charm. Yeah, because it, it was it, it was classic Disney campiness with the storyline, the lost tourists, Guano Joe was scared exactly. of birds, and it was but there perfect. Were so, but there were more birds. There, yes, there, there was just more. The birds were telling the story. The birds were the focus. Where here, it's like they try Doug and Russell are the focus. Ah. And I'm like, mm. so no more bird going out to take somebody's dollar bills. I will say no, no. I will say the bald eagle, as majestic and beautiful as the bald eagle is, right? Um, as the bald eagle is exiting, because I, obviously when the bald eagle comes in, everybody's gasping. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's beautiful or he's beautiful. I don't know if it's boy or girl, but <laughs> as the bald eagle is leaving the stage with its handler. It lets out this nice yellowish green stream of <gasps> like nice. right as it's making its majestic exit. It's like plop. Screw you, <laughs> people! Like oh gosh, <laughs> you could have waited three more seconds until you got off stage. You're like, oh, that nope. happens. <laughs> You're in so, nature. You want the... this very much nature. That's right. Oh. Um, <laughs> Which brings us to Hollywood Studios, y'all. Hollywood Studios. Oh, Hollywood oh, Studios. Hollywood Studios. <laughs> oh, how I want to love you. I really, really <laughs> want to. I so want to love this park. It, it has potential. Honestly, but at this point, the flu was starting to set in. So I slept in and I let my teenagers go early because we had early fast passes for Rock and Roller Coaster and Power of Care, which... Yeah, you know, that... I, I enjoyed them, but I've been on them a hundred times. I the flu was hitting me. I was like, I'd rather sleep. Um, yeah, right. So I let them go, and I met them later on, and we around noon for the Frozen sing along, which is fantastic. That's always good. I think that's one of the best ongoing running shows at the park right now. I'll agree with that. Is the Frozen sing along, and it's because of the royal historians. Yes, they are the heart of that show no doubt and if you don't think you like frozen if you are anti-frozen if you think frozen 2 is going to be an abomination i don't care you got <laughs> to go see the frozen sing-along yeah it will make 
you so happy because oh, even if you don't like frozen si- your sides you're are gonna, gonna hurt like when it. you leave yeah at least it's mine always do my face hurts it's funny <laughs> it's irreverent it makes fun of itself so it's yes. a little bit meta yep and and how it makes fun of itself um it's so so, so very well done humor it is it is very well done again it's got that semi-scripted banter that goes along goes that the royal historians have so they you know some of the things you can tell that they don't say every single show but they, right. they know the shtick it, it's such a good show and it snows it snows and it snows so <laughs> even if you're not a fan of frozen go see the frozen sing along yep. you'll be very happy and at the very least, you're in air conditioning. And That's it's right. Temperature controlled. If it's raining out, you know you're indoors. Yep. Um, we went and saw Muppets 3D because goodness knows it's so precariously perched between Star Wars <laughs> right. and the new Star Wars land that it may not be there forever. I yeah. I'd be shocked so if always... it survives everything. I know. <laughs> um, but my daughter finally saw the sign. That lets her know that the key is under the under mat. the mat. <laughs> and I said, and I said, we'll look under the mat. And she was like, what? I said, look under the mat. Look under, yeah. She, and she didn't want to because the cast member was right there. You know, I forget his name, but he had um, one of the legacy name tags. So he had the blue name tag. Oh, nice. If you ever see anyone with a blue name badge, they're a legacy cast member. You can look up that up. Pretty mm-hmm. much just means they're really neat people. Yes. And he was like, yeah. I mean, he was like encouraging her to look under the mat. And I have got some pictures, bad pictures, because she did it so fast. Like <laughs> she like did. She's like, well, "What's under?" She's like, "The keys under the mat." And I'm like, "I told you." <laughs> so she saw that. Um, so it was a very proud mommy moment when she <laughs> discovered that on her own. I was like, "Yay!" Um, Toy Story Land again. To go with the theme of the crowded holiday weekend, this was Monday, but Toy Story Land was crazy bonkers. I mean, it's still bonkers. Because there's just no way out of there with the dead end into Star Wars. Yeah. You could get back there and you have to turn there's around no flow. and get back out. There's no flow. And you're stuck. And it's just so, it's wall-to-wall people. I mean, you would, I'm just like, how could they not find a way to divert traffic around Toy Story Mania? Something temporarily so that you didn't just dead end and have to right. turn back around. Turn around again. Um, I just keep thinking that, you know, there's going to be some kind of natural disaster or emergency and there's like going to be no way to get out of there. Whole thing, Seth thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you could always go out the cast member exits, but I'm just thinking natural flow. Why right. did they not at least circle you around Pixar Place to get out of there? Something to, so you would have an extra exit. I don't know. It's, it's still beyond me how that area just bottlenecks it's not even bottlenecks because there's nowhere for it just yeah, backs it up. just ends <laughs> it just ends and i'm like oh my goodness um but we did have a fast pass for um slinky dog so that was nice but we didn't even think about seeing anything else but we actually we couldn't fast pass anything because slinky dog went down for about 20 minutes during our fast pass window so our fast pass turned into an anything we wanted fast pass oh nice which was nice, but Slinky Dog came back up, so we went back on. We went, ended up going on Slinky Dog. Did you get any good views of construction from up on Slinky Dog? Yeah, it all looks like construction to me. 
(laughs) (laughs) You can see the stuff. I mean, it's it's there. Um, I saw a video last week, and it looked like like it was really starting to take shape a little bit more. Yeah, I I want to be excited. Trying to be excited. (laughs) I'm failing. Um, (laughs) I just want people to be excited about Star Wars Land so that they get out of Toy Story Land. (laughs) Right. Like, I really, because I actually like Alien Swinging Saucers and I love Toy Story Mania. And I really want everybody to get out out of there so I can actually enjoy them. (laughs) Mr. Freddy's going to be the Toy Star Wars Land opens, maybe I can actually enjoy Toy Story Land. <laughs> That's my goal anyway. Because I've already been, I've been to Toy Story Land three times. Well, on three separate visits, but multiple times. So probably five or six times. But it's been wall to wall people every time I'm there. So I'm lucky to do one thing. Maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Unless I have a VIP guide with me and that's you know not gonna happen again in my lifetime so (laughs) it's just it's you know it's still wall wall people and i'm like okay and i still haven't made it over to woody's lunchbox because i really want one of those pop tarts but again too many people oh it's insane i mean we had to share a table with strangers when we were there so yeah i'm not about that life (laughs) yeah well (laughs) we were desperate for a seat Huh? Yes, I... We do that all the time. Oh no! See, I'm my husband is extroverted, but I am not. So he, <laughs> he had no problem with going up to be random strangers and like, "Hey, is there a seat here?" But I was like, "Oh, people." <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, you and I are very similar that way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, the old Hollywood section up at the front of the park is looking old. Um, yeah. I think with all the emphasis on the back of the park, the buildings, have, and I don't know if they were always supposed to look old and a little bit dirty, but they need some power washing or some paint or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the buildings are starting to look a little dirty and dingy. Um, <laughs> we were looking at them going, hmm, has it always been like this? <laughs> but Do you think it, that whole area is going to survive all this construction? Maybe that's why they're getting kind of dingy? It's at the front of the park, and considering how much they're putting into the gondola systems and those new bus depots, the bus stops for each of the resorts, making them look like fresh, you know, like Deco and Art Nouveau, Art Deco and Art Nouveau look to them. Mostly Deco, I think, although I'm not really super versed on the difference between Deco and Nouveau. Um, the, the front front, like out in the parking areas, those areas look very classic Hollywood. So I would think that the entrance to the park would kind of go with that theme. I would think that that they would want the entrance to the park to match that the whole gondola area and the new bus depot areas. So I would think that they would want to spruce that up a little bit. So I don't know. Maybe they're just waiting on all that construction to be finalized before they bother washing anything. Because... There's, yeah, there's still so much construction going on at the front of the park and at the back of the park. <laughs> there's it's just like, construction everywhere. Oh my gosh, it really, it's it's rampant. It is just everywhere. Although we stayed at, um, this is my first time staying over at Port Orleans French Quarter. No Did construction you like anywhere. 
I love We love it. French Quarter. <laughs> oh, 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 how I loved French Quarter. Now, we are Riverside devotees. We love... Well, I mean, there's nothing in Port Orleans we don't love. <laughs> it's one of the few resorts that we have intentionally made repeat stays at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see that trend stopping. It is lovely. Um, we even... Our first night there, we walked over to um, Port Orleans Riverside to see Yeehaw Bob. I love Yeehaw Bob. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's coming he to is... the Indy Disney meet this year. Oh, that's oh, cool. That is nice. so cool. Well, he was um, here two years ago, so. But yeah, so he was, um, he's been there. How long has Yeehaw Bob been there? We started staying at Port Orleans Riverside in 2008, and he was already an established thing then. He's been um, there a while. He also has one of the blue name badges, so he is also a, a legacy cast member. Um, I think, so Port Orleans French Quarter is obviously, it's French Quarter, Louisiana, New Orleans themed. Um, so they have the, the beads and the Mardi Gras thing kind of going on, which is really cool. Little touches of Princess and the Frog, not as much as Riverside, but a couple touches um, in the food court. They have the oversized playing cards up in the ceiling, and the king and the queen are frogs. So that was cute. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the pool was crazy crowded. I think that goes along with the holiday weekend, but I, I, it was it got to be like Hunger Games for chairs. <laughs> 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 now, personally, I prefer the theming of old man island over at riverside but if you have little kids i think you would probably enjoy french quarter more because they have the bigger splash zone yeah my kids loved um french quarter's pool more definitely definitely if you've got littles i would defer over to french quarter but i like the relaxing atmosphere of old man island a little bit more yeah so depends on what you're going for um (laughs) I would say that maybe the one thing I would change maybe about the lobby area would be better seating. Those park benches are horrid if you're waiting for the Tragical Express to pick you up and you can't get back in your room. (laughs) 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 We were over at um, Beach Club for like half an hour this trip and just sitting in the lobby. I mean, there's plushy chairs. I mean, yes, it's a deluxe resort, but there are plush chairs and couches there's so much seating that you get back over to French court and you're like that park bench could easily be some an upholstered bench <laughs> I mean how hard would that be <laughs> let's make this an upholstered bench so I can sit in it comfortably um yeah I, I would say maybe some friendlier seating areas in the lobby would be my one critique and I mean that is a minor minor critique of an otherwise beautiful resort very fun. This the cast members, every single one was fantastic, from the front desk to gift shop to the food court. Um, when you have a family fighting the flu, your housekeeping cast member is your hero. <laughs> oh yeah, I could imagine. I will give her another shout out. Adesil was fantastic she was there every day we we were there taking care of us making sure we had the soaps we needed some days she would service the rooms when we needed to other days when we just weren't up for it because there 
were a couple days when my husband didn't even leave the room. He got that, yeah, he was not feeling good. She would make sure we had everything we needed and took care of everything we needed her to take care of without, you know, doing full service on the room. Um, when he was feeling better, even though it wasn't the right day for it, she totally changed her sheets, got all the old linens out and you know, refreshed everything, put fresh linen. I mean, anything we asked, she was more than accommodating and helpful and wonderful and checking on us. And, oh, housekeeping cast members <laughs> you have my appreciation because you do not have an easy job especially with my crazy family so um definitely definitely she made what was probably in less than I a very less than ideal situation with our health she made that all the better because she was just fantastic with us and I do I like ending on positive positive notes even with the crazy crowds, and I will say the crowds were, yeah, they were eight, nine, ten levels every day from every crowd calendar that I pulled from. And I usually pull from about four. We were looking in reds everywhere, you know, high crowds. The bus service was the best I have ever had. And, you know, I, my saying is there's nothing magical about a bus. <laughs> no, no, there is but not. This time, Magical Express on point. We didn't have to like. Once we got on the bus, we didn't wait. Um, the bus service, like the circuits, were always on. They, we never had one of those. It always seems like it used to be where you would get on the bus and then they would wait for like to fill to the brim and over capacity. Uh, uh, uh-uh. if you weren't at the bus stop, they weren't waiting on you. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> um. Unlike the old days when Riverside and French Quarter always shared bus circuits, that's not the case anymore. There are a lot, I would say it's less than 50-50 that they share anymore. Sometimes we shared with Riverside, sometimes we did not. Most of the times we did not. Um, So that was nice. I I was expecting to share every bus ride with Portland's Riverside, but we did not. We had our own service most of the time. And that was wonderful. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, our bus stops were closer to, with the exception of Magic Kingdom, where it was not. Our bus stops were mostly closer to the park entrances. Magic Kingdom, not so much, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At least we weren't sharing. Um, I was talking to one other guest who was there, and she was a little upset about the sharing, and I kind of had to let her know that we were very excited that we weren't sharing some of the time <laughs> like the fact that French Quarter even gets its own bus service ever is amazing <laughs> even even at downtown Disney I know I didn't really talk about downtown Disney we just went there for dinner one night we didn't really shop around but we took the riverboat from Port Orleans to downtown Disney but then we just grabbed a bus back even that, we got to the bus, we waited like three minutes, the bus came, the bus, I mean, whoever waits three minutes for a bus at downtown Disney, normally you wait half an hour. <laughs> or, I mean, it, the bus situation at downtown Disney has never been fantastic. No, it's always been, it's always been horrible. No, and now it's worse. But this time it was great. I was like, <laughs> wow. we just had like this charmed 
star over our head when it came to bus service at this time. So whoever has been working logistics and transportation, kudos to you. You guys did a great job over the President's Day weekend. Very happy guest here because that's always that unknown wild card. You never know how bus service is going to impact your stay, you know, positively or negatively at this time. Good job. That they really had it going on. Nice. Exactly. And that made it that makes it so so nice. And um when we were on the Tragical Express back to the airport, we made one stop at in what I call the omen of all omens. We made one stop at one resort, which was Fort Wilderness, which is our uh, next resort. Oh, so that go. was kind of fortuitous that we went and we made one pickup at Fort Wilderness, which is where we'll be next time. Cool. Unless we, unless we can squeeze in a trip between now and summer. And hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see what we can do with the family budget, but I'm not hopeful. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, they can only do what we can do. Yep. Um, right. So next trip this summer. Captain. Okay. So I had a question for you. Sure. Um, I've been seeing a lot of buzz about the new exit of Epcot going through Mouse Gears. Is that was that going on when you were there? Is that a thing? No. I'm confused. No. Okay. Anybody else see that? No, Mouse not. Gears. Okay. How that doesn't make any sense because Mouse yeah. Gears. Yeah, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. So there's no way they're going to handle that much traffic. No. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But I swear I saw it somewhere, and I was like, that's insane. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, it park. makes zero sense. It's in the middle. I'm doing a search now. I mean, if you still, even if you wanted people to buy more stuff, they go to Mouse Gear anyway. So to funnel them through <laughs> there to exit the park is ridiculous. Maybe if you're coming from World Showcase, going out the front, yeah, they even could s- probably. Yeah, but you're still. No, I can't they find by the Odyssey Center. Yeah, but you got to backtrack because Mouse Gears, it's off to the side. It's not even a direct path out of the park. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe I dreamed it. Honest to gosh, because I can't even find it on I mean, if Twitter. I funneled you by the Odyssey well. Center. I can see them kind of pushing you through, but I don't see them bypassing that walkway between interventions. No. Yeah. It's like, right. Doesn't make any I don't know, sense. Adrian. If you had that as a dream, that's probably that was more like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be like funneling everybody through Casey's and through the whole Emporium instead of going down the middle of Main Street to get out of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it's yeah. like the same uh, logic in that. Which I do that during, during parades and shows, though. Well, that's fine. It's, yes, during parades weather. and shows. But when everything is done and everybody's leaving the park, there's no way in right, hell right. you're walking through there. So, what are they going to do okay. when they're actually doing construction on the whole front part of Epcot? Are they going to change the entrance and exit? Um, I maybe that's th- why I was saying. The only thing I could think of is they're going to do one side at a time, or they're going to have a corridor down the middle. I, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the main entrance plaza. They can't completely yeah. shut that down because there's no other way. Yeah, it's kind of rinky. They could. Well, now, the reason they moved it to the other side of Guardians. Yeah. Like, between where Guardians and the new play place are going. Um, if you I thought of it because. 
yeah, I thought of it because when they redid um, Buena Vista Street in California Adventure, that whole big overhaul, because that's the main, it's the equivalent of their main street, they actually moved the park entrance to a different land over to Grizzly Peak temporarily. Uh-huh. They I used guess, basically yeah. like a cast member and vehicle entrance to become the park entrance so temporarily. So if they move the entrance over to where the Wonders of Life Pavilion is... Then yeah, but it still wouldn't put you through mouse ears per no, se. No, not at all. Um, it's no. in that zone. Yeah, but, but you're on the other. Necessarily... S- yeah, you're on the other side of it now, though. Yeah, you're on the other side of it, so I can see them moving it over to that area because I mean, with the construction there, would it hurt to put an entrance plaza? I suppose. Well, they already the construction. Yeah, there's already roadways back there because that's where they did all that exactly. drainage work so and everything else. So if they could else, get so. to a stopping point on the external construction, they could turn that into an entrance right. plaza, for, or at least a temporary entrance plaza. Temporary sure. one, right. Um, so I can see them moving the entrance easily, um, but Remember, not going through mouse gears per se. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know how they're going to work that. Yeah, logistically, I'm sure they have it figured out some way or another. Yeah, I. I, I mean, that main entrance, the entrance plaza. You look at the artist rendering, and who knows what it's actually going to look like. But honestly, it's not a whole ton of work. I mean, they're removing the tombstones and mm-hmm. then planting a garden, rejiggering some of the way that the the planters are, and and upgrading the fountain and. You know, mm-hmm. but so it's not a ton of. I would it's, say it's six not, to nine months worth of work, but nothing that's. If even that, I mean, it's no. There's no yeah. structural. So it'll take them. It'll take them that long just because it takes them that long. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, because you know how long it took them to do the hub at Magic Kingdom. Oh God, that took. There's eons. no structure there either. <laughs> no, there's no structure there, <laughs> except for where they redirected the waterways. But that wasn't even like super major, other than moving exactly. electrical so. and everything. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But we'll find out soon yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, so I, I would definitely, I can definitely see them moving the entrance to the area near Mouse Gears, but unless they move Mouse Gears, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, they did the um, Wonders of Life Pavilion is usually the festival center for most of the festivals. Now it's Odyssey because I guess. Festival or Wonders of Life Pavilion is going to have another gig, but yeah, I was I, I didn't really even think twice about it and look at the map because I was assumed the festival center would be at the Wonders of Life Pavilion. And then when I got there and it was, and I was like, "Whoa, wait oh. a minute, <laughs> it's not over here. It's not there anymore." It's I want to say I think last year for the Flower and Garden, it was not there either. I was into that one last year. Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to think in April because I didn't go up there at all. I mean, the pavilion was it open. It was but... at... Odyssey? When was I there? No, it was at Wonders of Life. Um, Was I there for... For Food and Wine? On. Yeah, it was Food and Wine. Definitely. Yeah. Cause food I and Wine, that yeah. Was, yeah. Because that's much bigger because they have yeah. that, that whole kitchen set up and the chocolate factory and the yeah, wine yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where they're going to put all that stuff, I don't know. Unless they're going to use the all Millennium right. Village or something else but for a center. I don't know. I mean, because the Odyssey, they had that all as uh, like all craft beer and mm-hmm. and stuff like that for, right. fu- for uh, food and wine. But who knows what they're going to do this year? Who knows? So. Um. But yeah, so it was 
like I said, it was busy. It was packed. We had the flu, fevers, chills, fun stuff. It was. Yeah. But you had a <laughs> I mean, good you time. Could, you, oh, we did. I mean, you <laughs> couldn't walk. You couldn't be in a queue without somebody sneezing on you. I mean, it was <laughs> everywhere were germs, 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 and more germs. Right. Um, and line skippers. Yes. Were line skippers galore. Yes, it was I really it. irritating. I'm like, it's the only time that I wish for the signs that they have at Bush Gardens where it says line skippers will be escorted out of the park. <laughs> like Disney really needs to put that there. Like, keep your party together, and if anybody skips, they will be asked to leave. Um, Just angle a cough right in that direction when they're yeah. skipping the line. <laughs> you have no idea. You know, like, you know, sneeze like into my hands and then touch things. That'd be gross. But yeah, it it's tempting. Like bad park guests. And then when um Epcot was opening and the janitors come out, the guy that's right in front of me pops his six year old up on his shoulders. I'm like, Are you freaking kidding me? I barely had a view <laughs> of the janitors as it was, and then you put your kid on your shoulder, so now I get to see the green gum on the bottom of the shoe. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. And they're pass holders. These people were pass holders. I could uh, tell by the slider on their magic band. Right, right. You should know better. You should know better. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything no, anymore to people. No, it doesn't. But it just means you had money to spend. Bad Does... pass holder. I know. <laughs> so, you said something that reminded me of something else on my trip that was Disney-esque. So, when they line up for anything... At uh, over and well, particularly where we were in Stockholm, um, whether it be wait for a bathroom, wait to buy tickets to go into something or at a restaurant, they say they're so maybe this is where it comes from, but they, they say they're going to queue up. They're not, they don't say right. we're going to wait in line, we're going to, we're going to queue here. That's mm-hmm. how that's the word they use. And I just thought, I was right. like, wow, okay, they don't say line queue, they don't say queue line, it's just queue, queue up, like a verb, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's much like we say the word line. I mean, queue is really more, you think about the more for theme parks, where the theme park people say you get, get the queue. But um, yeah, queue up, line up. Yeah, I just, it's, it's you know, I, I just, it's aso- European. I, I guess so. I never realized that I just associated it with Disney and I always assumed it was something that they came up with, honestly, which yeah, is probably ridiculously ever, naive of me, but I just never The first time I about ever it. even heard the word Q, and I grew up at Disney World and I never heard the word Q. And it's spelled Q U E U E. U E, yeah. <laughs> um, the first time I ever remember hearing it was when I was working at doing my work study during college. And this was back when scanners were brand new, like computer scanners. Uh Only offices had them. Right. And we would have a queue line to scan in financial documents. I worked in the Department of Financial Aid. And we would scan in the students' financial documents into the computer system. Like, this was brand new. This was the 90s, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we would have a queue of documents waiting for scanner action and 
I'm like, Q, Q, I'm like, how do you spell? I'm like, I'm thinking C U E, like, you know, if you Q something up. Like a pool cue. Like a pool like cue. Like tape. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, like, I was thinking more like, you know. Like, like a tape, yeah, I know what you like mean. Like a tape, you know, yep. people who remember cassette tapes. Yes. You would Q up the song. Cue it up, yeah. C U E. Yep. And I'm like, Q U E U E. And I mean, I'm like, semi-college educated and I had no idea what that word was <laughs> <laughs> and then ever since then now it makes total sense it's just not a word that we used in Florida very often even growing right. up in the parks yeah. um, but now it's much more commonplace I blame Harry Potter and our um, <laughs> and the availability of the Queen's English to us all <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but um, yeah so yeah you queue up I love a good queue like yeah. just, it makes me feel smart. I feel smarter saying Q. Q, yeah. Q U E U E U. Q U E U. Q U E U E. You don't spell that. <laughs> oh boy. All oh, right. Go out back. Um, it won't be until summer. So I can go back unless, like, so unless the skies part and magic happens. <laughs> the gondolas are. For better or worse, those gondolas are going in. They're getting tested. They look like they move fast. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the video yeah, I saw, uh, they seem uh, to be motoring along they, pretty they good. They think they can outrun the people who are talking about how, you know, they compare them to the gondolas that they use for ski resorts and things like that. I'm like, yeah, but those gondolas aren't dodging thunderstorms. No. Um, <laughs> like wondering how fast they can go during a thunderstorm. <laughs> Thing. We'll see. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't know that I'm super excited to get into one, but yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Do we know how many people can fit in one at a time? Uh, Has the capacity been released? I don't. I don't know. Twelve. I don't know. Eight to twelve. Six to eight. Eight to ten. I don't. I don't know. It can't be much more than that. And and given the enclosed nature of the space, am I going to be required to share that with another family? Uh, no. Uh, Oh, yes. Yes, you could be. If they're they're looking to just move people, then yeah, you're probably not going to be able to get... Mm. They're going to jam you in there. I would assume. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. I like the look of the stations over at Hollywood Studios. Um... Because I do like that whole Art Deco look to them. Um, I didn't really take a look at the ones that we did go out the International Gateway that one time, but I didn't really get it. You can't really see what they look like back there. Um, mm. Everything's got construction walls and yeah, you can't Scrims really all over the place. Still. You can't really see over them from that angle anyway. Um, so we'll see. They've got a lot of construction walls up at International Gateway right now. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. All it in due time. Interesting. It'll soon. It won't be long for those gondolas. I wouldn't think so. If they're running them and testing them now, I would. By spring, full spring break time, maybe they'll be done, or by the um, time the festival starts, I have no idea. Hopefully. And if they're going to want those things up and running before Star Wars Land opens. So oh, I would assume so, give, yes. That'll give them some time to make sure that that system's all in place. Right, and um, and not good. wonky or buggy or anything else. It's got to be pretty much flawless and running perfect before they start putting people in those things. 
Right. So. Okay. I'm sure they're taking every precaution they can. I think so. The, with the crowd distributions, there's no quiet time to test those things anymore. Anyway, no, not so. anymore. No, no. They're just going to have to put them online and uh, on a limited basis or something like that and just, yeah, start uh, seeing how it's going to be. First. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. Sounds like you had a great trip, and that's always good to we hear. Did. It was relaxing. And we could, uh, the one thing, good thing about having annual passes is just the ability to pace yourself yes yeah you don't have to run through the place Ew. plus Ew, as we've better. you know as we've stated on here many times none of us really tour the parks that way anymore anyway it's just not necessary no. it's not it's not an enjoyable way to uh spend your time few... on, on disney property yeah we have a few so. things we want to get get accomplished each day and you know whether that's be our guest or a certain treat we just have to have <laughs> and yep. we're good we're done <laughs> we're good yeah absolutely all right then well with that i think we'll wrap this one up so we hope you have enjoyed these uh well melanie's trip report for the most part mine was just a little <laughs> recap of my overseas adventure um it's not it wasn't anywhere as interesting as a trip to disney world um Aww. i'm sure there was so. there was there was probably far more details I could have. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little mini episode of day to day stuff that we did because there was a lot of other specific things I could probably get into if I sit and think about it. But uh, I'd some, love to see some of the pictures. Pictures I definitely have. I will. Uh, I'll try to upload yes. some of those onto uh, onto the Facebook group once I get yes, that. Yes. I, have, I haven't even gotten them off the camera on because <laughs> I brought the real camera. So I haven't even gotten them off the camera onto the uh, computer yet. So when I do that, I will definitely share some of them with the Facebook group. And I do have some on the phone, too. But I tried to take, like, as good as pictures as I could. Uh, with the in- with the premise being I probably won't be back. But <laughs> who knows? Uh, so anyway, thank everybody for listening. And we will talk to everybody next time. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time.
Jiminy Cricket and Spectral Magic. <laughs> <laughs>